This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Jessica is in Las Vegas at some technology conference. Is which, she? Yeah, which means you, you kept are that quiet. <laughs> yeah, so. but definitely Vegas, um, and and I think it's technology or it may be a Frank Sinatra concert, but definitely it's something like that. Uh, so you're you've got the whole burden. Um, now you introduce. Speaking of technology, you introduce me to some technology, John McRae, and you'd like to talk about it. Yeah. So um, we are doing a thing um, on on Saturday's Future Proof, where we're going to be talking about the science of virtual reality and and a particular device that's uh, called the Oculus Rift. So um, people may have heard of this. It's a, a company that Mark Zuckerberg recently bought with Facebook. Uh, he tried this technology and he went. I'll have that. And uh, people might be familiar with the concept of virtual reality, right? So it's basically you put yourself in an imaginary world. And up until now, efforts to recreate this have been pretty crummy uh, because they've been trying to get the, de- the, the definition right and so on. But the Oculus Rift is a headset that you wear and it completely fills your entire field of vision. And when you put the headset on, you enter this virtual world. And rather than focus on really high definition uh, images, what it does is it manages to spot where your head is moving. So it has senses on board. And so when you look around, it feels like you're in in the real space and you look around in the imaginary world. Now, I haven't tried it yet. I know you have, George. And um, I was very excited to see people's reactions. This is George Hook trying um, the Oculus Rift for the very first time. It's a a trip he's taking through a a house and kind of looking around his surroundings. Uh, And there's stairs as well. Yeah, there's, there's stairs going up and this is basically him navigating a virtual environment and looking around. Have a listen to this. Oh, sh. Oh, I'm looking out the window. Oh, Where's oh sh <laughs> vertigo? Oh f- you vertigo, okay, George. Okay. Well, four beeps in twenty seconds. <laughs> now, I can tell you. I first of all, it was the most realistic thing that I've ever experienced in a computerized way. Uh, when I was going up, though, like I saw vertigo, you heard me say that. So I, when I go up the stairs and I'm, I'm kind of looking over, I'm terrified because I, I'm at a height. <laughs> the other thing is when I'm going up the stairs, I want to grab the, the banister. But, of course, there's no banister there. And then I go upstairs and I look out the window and, again, I'm at a height and so on. And I, like... I it was interesting that your expert actually stood next to me and he actually had a number of points. He he put his hand on my elbow because I would have sort of I think I would have fallen. Yeah. No. He I, he says he says the the, the the when people use this for the first time, yeah. the experience is so convincing that you need what's called a spotter. Essentially someone to stand around you to maintain your balance. Because as you did, I mean in the real world, if you let lent out the window that much, you'd you'd have fallen out, which is why you went oh, and, and you had that physical reaction. The the technology is so immersive that it tricks your brain into thinking that you are in this world, even though you can tell it's a computer game. Your your conscious mind is thinking that, but your body and your your balance system, all these things that go on in the background that mean we can walk upright on two legs, it's completely fooled. Yeah, and then of course, in due course, presumably you're fine with it, and you can then gravitate to to games or whatever you do. But, but I it's mean, not just games, George. No, when you no, think no. about it, it's a virtual environment. So, say for example, UCD are working on a particular project where 
uh, if a farmer wants to remotely uh, check on their on his uh, cattle or his farm or his, his he's his walking land, through the herd. Like. He can wear this. He can wear this device and and use, using the, an onboard camera be, would be able to have a look around his farm and and, and see yeah. if everything is but, okay. But I mean, it allows remote monitoring of, of devices, but okay. also in, in, uh, you know trying out your skills in an environment where it would be very dangerous to do so. So you can imagine military uses for this sort of technology, how to navigate, uh, you know, IEDs, how to go into a, a, a place where you would otherwise get shot. Uh, you know, there's huge amount of, of, of actual Well, of course, the, the, the airline industry for a long time has had this kind of technology trained pilots. Mm. I mean, I would... I thought actually when I took it off and I went, I had to go away and get a cup of tea. I mean, it took Did me a while to oh, it took me a while to recover. But I remember thinking, you know, if if I was like in my F one eleven or whatever the heck it was, I mean, it would be dramatic reconstruction of uh, dogfights and stuff like that. Mm. Extraordinary technology. I mean, technology in terms of where we have come in such a short time. I was staggered by it, I must say. Yeah, now, is this available? Yep, yeah, this is available at the moment. It's about 350 euros for this particular unit. Um, but but the, it, it's it's in its infancy, right? So there's only very few applications for it. But one of the things, and we didn't do it to you, George, but we have some, uh, we're doing, we're going to release a video during the week. So do look out for it of people trying the roller coaster. So there's a roller coaster experience. Oh, no, no. Uh, no. And, and that has people really flipping out because just to explain it for people once you're wearing this headset you can look left and it would the the reality follows you so it looks like you were looking left you are completely in another world even though your body is in in the room well I mean uh, only one like you know the little horses at the 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 fairground that go up and down you know mm. the very gentle horses yeah. well I went on one of them with with my my daughter uh, 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 they're called a carousel, I think. Yeah, yeah. I got sick. Did you? On the little horse going up and down. <laughs> so, can you imagine what it'd be like on a roller coaster? It's funny you should say that because I saw yesterday um, someone had implemented this technology and recreated uh, a racehorse track. So, uh, you've got a physical thing where you sit on, like, you know, you, you go into, um, it's sort of like a rodeo, bunking, uh, yeah, 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 a bunking bronco. bronco. Imagine that with a headset on where you, you know, you are really going through the whole experience. Uh, I mean, uh, I'd love to know, you know, do, is this something that people would be interested in? What did you think of it? I mean, like, do you, is it something that if you if you uh, had it at home, you might you might try it if you want, you, if you could be in your favorite place or go and explore space or do something? I think. Would you think it'd be good for home entertainment or is it a gimmick? No, I don't think it's a gimmick. Yeah. I, I really think that once you got into this, uh, it would be pretty dramatic. Now, England. Ingrid, interestingly, will be appalled by it because Ingrid believes that we are moving to a point where children will live in virtual reality and mm. not in the real world. So they'll have pals in virtual reality. They'll have a girlfriend in virtual reality. You know, I mean, they're, I, they're I think I know they are because I think I actually said when I was going up the stairs, which, you know, I think I said is Pamela Anderson waiting for me upstairs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and you could, of course, have that situation. Oh, oh, and I would say there is a serious market for that as well. <laughs> uh, recreating anyway. that but, but uh, you know, you 
it's interesting kind of because t- it takes us on to the broadband discussion because I know you're talking to Connor Pope earlier from the Irish Times about broadband in rural areas and th- this idea that you know we're becoming more and more isolated more and more on our own the technology is bringing us to a place where we don't need to leave our home and, and, and broadband does that you know uh, we are we don't need to move well, from where our houses right. because of, because we have broadband and, well, and, but I mean we are talking now here about what do you call it Oculus Rift Oculus Rift yeah. Oculus Rift but that is only available to presumably a huge proportion of the population because they don't have broadband. Is that right? Yeah, well, this doesn't actually work off broadband. Oh, I see. So, but, but um, I, I mean, of course, there will be, uh, you know, internet versions of uh, internet-enabled versions of it. No, it's it's not necessarily restricted to people. But, okay. but uh, to be honest, the actual commercial application at the moment of this technology, it's it's pretty new. It's okay. not brand new, but it's pretty new. You wouldn't really buy it yet. But with a guy like Zuckerberg, um, they're they're are not going to be short of cash no. to develop it. There's a huge buzz around yeah. this sort of technology. We had a huge reaction earlier when we talked to Conor Pope about broadband mm. at five o'clock. Yeah. Astonishingly like people in Kilkenny, in Strand Hill, in Brennanstown Road, for God's sake. 2.5 meg. I, I mean, two point five meg is is actually you know it's 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 nothing National compared to what they have in Dublin, but it's not too bad compared to some of the experiences that I've had when I you know when I've gone to to you know places like Waterford and whatever. Really? Depends on where you are. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I I went to Waterford and this is three G now, but I was surprised I, I, through the entire county of Waterford. It seemed, it seemed I got very little three G. Now it might have something to do with the network I was on, but I just couldn't believe how disconnected I was from mobile. All right. We're talking about broadband. I mean, Conor Pope was saying, you know, it's a human right, uh, and uh, he likened it to, you know, to giving electricity. I think there is a real problem with the fact that not everyone has uh, okay. access to, to the internet I, because I, it's now a requirement for not just work and and uh, education, but it's, it's social interaction in a way. And, and, right. You know, like the, the the isolation of rural areas because they're losing their post office and their 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 guard station, all that sort of stuff. Even further so, even more so without with without broadband. Okay, I was telling Connor, I've now got um, Aircom, fiber broadband, yeah. 50 megs. Yeah. You'd be happy with that, would you? I, I think anybody would be happy with that. I, right. I'm on UPC and it's 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 extraordinarily fast. To, you know, right. to have that. Sort no, of but I have 50 megs, and I mean, I don't I don't notice it does everything I want it to do. But that's, only that's, that's it why since Friday. it does everything you want yeah, it to do, right. and it does I only it have fast. it since yeah. Friday. Now I am trying out Aircom's e-mobile. And uh, I'm going to see what the coverage is like, okay, because I'll be in Limerick on Friday and I'll be in London on Saturday and so on. But I've got an iPhone 5S, right? Now, Jessica talks all the time about the cloud. Yeah. Is all my stuff from my iPhone 4, is all that sitting up there in the cloud? If you've backed it up to the cloud, uh, it will be. If you haven't, no, it's not. Well, let's assume I have for the moment. So yeah. what do I do now? Well, you can restore your uh, iPhone 5S and it it should bring the stuff, pull the stuff down. When you start it up, you say, I'm George, here's my iCloud account and it'll pull the stuff back down should you want to do all so. Right, so okay. uh, I did that recently for my wife. It's a fairly painless procedure um, if you want to move from one iPhone to another. Now, you're a keen headset man. I still haven't got, well, when I say I haven't got a comfortable headset, I've, I've bought a few, and, and yeah. but, but I've got nothing that will I can use for two and a half hours on the radio. Now, you've got a Sennheiser Bluetooth headset. Yeah. Now, this is for something slightly different, because um, you may have heard in the news the last while, there's new rules coming in for drivers using mobile phones right. uh, in their cars. So up until now, it was against the law to hold a mobile phone 
um, uh, while you were driving. Now, it's you know, from Monday, there's a new rule coming in saying it is illegal to text or send an email. They're quite specific about that. that, that, that um, those two activities. You, you can't text or send an email or browse the web even if the phone is in a cradle. Because what you find is that people, whether they're stopped at traffic lights or even when they're driving, you'll find people are sending a text. Um, But if the phone is in the cradle, they weren't actually breaking the law. So um, from the 1st of May, you'll find that it is um, breaking the law and they are coming out in force trying to crack down on this because of studies that show that people are texting while they're driving, emailing while they're actually in motion. Um, And I find that... uh Unbelievable. I mean, I have hands-free, but but hands-free is a misnomer, is it not? Because at some point you have to press something. You do. And, 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 and even that fairly – like, I mean, I think that when you think of, of the thing in a cradle, you now have the phone in a cradle, but you also have a radio. Yeah. And this radio now also is playing music and, you know, yeah. there's a lot of buttons. And it is very easy for your attention to wander. You're not texting or emailing or mm. whatever. You just, you know, your index finger's pressing something. Yeah. But your attention is wandering. Well, this is the area that um, the really snazzy car companies and actually, you know, some of the more pedestrian car companies are testing at the moment in screen display. So when you're driving your car, rather than having to look down, uh, what, through the windscreen, they'll have projections uh, of what station you might be listening to, what speed you through might be going screen. on. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so you've got a see-through screen, but you'll have an inlay on it. So it's in in um, in the military and uh, in gaming terms, it's called a heads-up display. So basically, as you look, you'll see a projected through the th- uh, the, the transparent screen information on maybe what channel you're using or, or where you're going. Even GPS directions can be put pretty much through the screen in a, in a way that isn't going to obscure your ability to drive. All right. So it's going to be a very interesting space to see what our car will look like but, in, in five years' you, time. You, but this you, headset is... Yeah. yeah. So, so the, can uh, I see it, please? You can, yeah. So Sennheiser are trying to get us not to um, use the in-car um, hands-free kits. They say the microphone is very far away from your mouth and because it's so far away from your mouth, the, the call quality is generally not good enough for, say, for example, a business call but that is true I think it is true for for the most part unless you've spent a lot of money and it's a built in thing that's you know um, one of the more expensive companies put in I think generally the the quality of uh, in-car kits is pretty poor so they want you to use uh, a device called the presence so it's an over the ear or in the ear called the what? it's called the presence Um, it's a, a bluetooth headset um, that you hang over your ear and it uh, uses aptx it's a high uh, quality audio it you can link it to any device that you have can i put that in my hand you can um, so this i see it fits over my ear with a little uh, loopy thing there's actually two options so you can either do that or you can, there's a thing that allow you to stick it into your ear hole but yeah I but I, they never ears. they never yeah. fit in my ears so they give you two options i loop it yeah now i talk and i listen through this thing yeah you talk by and connecting at bluetooth with my car, car with my uh, yeah. cradle Phone. But here's the difference. Sennheiser um, say that they working they work with call centres and they have to isolate noise particularly well because you've got sixty people at the same desk yeah. all talking trying to convince somebody to buy something, and so they have to really get make sure that all you hear is that person's voice. So what they have is um, a three way noise cancellation. So uh, you know the noise cancellation you get in your headphones it, it, it takes in the ambient noise outside. Um, 
cancels it out and just isolates your voice. Well, they have that um, on this particular in headset. this little gadget. It's very small. It's very lightweight. And I, they said to me, "You can be in a busy cafe and you won't hear the background noise." And I said, "Ah, come on." Uh, they said, um, they, "They said they're really confident that the noise cancellation on it is really top notch." So I went and I left you a few voicemails, George, as I went around the city. So uh, I was driving on the street, so with the aircon on and the windows down. I stopped off at a construction site and then I rang you from a cafe. Uh, have a listen to this and see what you think of, of, of the background noise. Can you hear any background noise? Received at 4.23pm. Hey George, it's Jonathan here calling from my car. I'm driving down Pier Street and I have the aircon on full. It's quite loud in the car. You should be able to hear me crystal clear because of the noise cancellation there. Hi George, I'm calling from a particularly loud cafe on George's Street. Hi, George. I'm calling from Stephen Green, where I'm standing right beside a swan digger thing. But you should be able to hear me perfectly fine because of the noise cancellation. Now, that last one, I, I am actually very surprised because it was a proper digger. Like, it was a proper, sm- a small one, but it was I was standing two or three feet away right. from a digger uh, as a dog leaving that mess. Are you giving me this for my birthday in two weeks' time? Yeah. You can have it. If you want it, you can have it, yeah. This is fantastic. Well, there's a couple of things. Can one, I test it? Can I put it on my ear and test you, you it? You can, absolutely. One of the, one of the things uh, about this is, um, yeah, you have to wear it. Um, if it's inside the car, I don't think it's a problem. If you're wearing it outside, I'm not really keen on the look of a headset. I'd prefer to pick up my phone. It is handy, but I don't know. I think it looks right, a little okay. bit 80s. But, um, a little bit 80s. A little bit I am easy pretty well, <laughs> give or take a couple of years. And I'm, not, and I'm not so keen on the idea of a headset. I much prefer my all in-car right. kit to work. Okay. But in comparison to the Parrot, which broke all the time, the one on the wheel that my wife had, and the other Parrot that I had that I had to send back because of the cold quality was so poor, right. I think it does a pretty good well, job. Well, I'm going to test this and I'll report back next Monday. Well, listen, this fabulous uh, Sennheiser Bluetooth headset, which is tiny, I mean, absolutely tiny. I mean, it's not all that long ago when uh, deaf people wore things that size, you yeah. know. Well, so, I mean, it, it, but how much is it? Yeah, well, this is the thing. I mean, it gives you 10 hours talk time, but it's 129 for the basic package. And then there's a business unit, which um, gives you a USB dongle, and that's 169. So it's not, you know, if you're talking about Bluetooth, there are Bluetooth headsets out there for 30, 40 euro. But okay. I have to say, in terms of the noise cancellation, if, if money is no object to you, I, I, I've never... I've never seen anything like that in a, in a Bluetooth headset. It's pretty impressive. All right. Now, I have some texts. Have you seen XBMC Media Hub? Is it legal? Is it worth installing? Brian asks. XBMC. No, I'll have a look for it. Um, I'll right. check it out. Okay. Thinking of getting a Google Nexus 5 as an upgrade. Any opinions compared to the Samsung Note 3? Samsung Note 3, you'll know yourself, it's a massive phone. Jess is a, ma- a big fan of it. I-, I thought it was a very impressive piece of kit. Um, Nexus is also a great phone, um, a-, 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 a great device. Um, I- I- it goes down to what, you're, you're, what you prefer in terms of your handling. You've probably got friends who use Samsung. I would say if you can, borrow a Samsung for, you know, borrow it for an hour from a friend and just try it out because it's funny, like HTC and Samsung, their they're recent phones, the 5 and the Note and the, and the new one, the M8, they're, you know, in terms of spec, they were both really, really impressive. Okay. But actually, you'll you'll like one and you won't like the other. You won't you'll you'll go. This is intuitive to me, or this isn't. They're both very similar. I would say try the Samsung before you buy it. Nexus is really intuitive, very basic, but it doesn't add uh, as much of the bells and whistles as the Note Three would. All right, uh, somebody's in Castle Knock using Imagine, and they're getting four 
uh, Mega Megs. Now, uh, Kieran got a, a Samsung S3 Mini yeah. and also various OTG cables, whatever they are, to allow connect to a memory stick, but does not work. They work with my Samsung tablet, he says. Um, I don't know. I, 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 our only experience of the Samsung uh, S3 Mini was that we didn't really particularly like it. I don't know. Um, and what's I, an OTG cable? I, that might be a typo. He might mean an o- over-the-counter OTC. Um, if not, I don't know what an OTG cable is, but I, I, I can't help you there. I, if it's a, a standard a USB cable, and it should work. There's nothing proprietary about the cables. Well, Samsung particularly needs. if it works with a Samsung tablet, it ought to work with a Samsung phone. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why that right. is. Sorry. Attenborough is filming a documentary which is compatible with the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, well, I told you that so last I'd week, have so that. it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. Yeah, but the way you tell me sometimes. <laughs> uh, but does that mean if I put on the Oculus Rift to be wandering around with with giraffes and lions and tigers running around alongside me? Well, could you imagine it, George? Like, uh, uh, they're, yeah. they're filming it in, in, in Ultra HD in 360 degrees. So as you're in this scene, like, uh, in, you know, the Amazon, I was in French Guiana not so long ago, you would be literally there seeing and feeling Incredible. that you were there. It, it, I mean, it, it could have have a very transformative effect on our experiences of travel. People might not travel as much <laughs> because of it, but I'd l- yeah. I cannot wait to see uh, whether or not we get to see David Attenborough's show in 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 uh, Oculus Rift because that for me would be just an incredible experience. I mean, Spe- yeah, speaking of headsets, uh, Byron GD sent me a tweet. Plantronics M55 is thirty quid. He wears it all day. Yeah. Now I have a Plantronics, but it's yeah. it's only one earphone and one. And They're big in call area. centers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. call and, center. Yeah, idea. exactly. Um, um, by all means, um, uh, you know. Don't think that I'm saying this is the only headset. I'm saying it's good for noise cancellation. If you're a business user and you can write it off for tax purposes, I think it's one of the better ones for sure. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything like it, um, but it's extremely expensive okay. otherwise. Now, wearable technology news. What's that mean? Well, I, I, we were talking about um, smartwatches over the last while. And just I saw three interesting stories because we were t- trying to think of where smartwatches are going to go. Uh, so these are watches that you connect to your phone and give you a second screen, essentially. And I just saw one or two interesting applications of them. Iberia and Samsung have partnered up to show you, to allow you to show your boarding card on your watch, which I think is a really helpful thing to do. So If you fly Iberia. If you're flying Iberia. But this is something that will presumably be rolled out okay. for, for most airlines. So when you're walking through the boarding gates, instead of you know, wondering where your boarding card is and fretting all that, you literally just scan your watch um, and your watch. There's a lot of people do this on their phone already. Don't yeah, they? that's right. Yeah, okay. so it's a, it uses a QR code to scan uh, people in. Um, PayPal is uh, currently trialing this to use in cafes and it's, it's doing a trial in Starbucks, wow. allowing people to basically pay for their coffee and their sandwiches uh, via their watch. And an interesting one that I saw, and it's not, not as new, but um, smart, Sony Smartwatch, it's called, I, I, I think is the actual name of the app, and it allows you to, to have a video link to your phone wherever it is. So you can use it as a baby monitor or a security camera. All so you right. put your phone wherever you want and then you can monitor it via your, your, your watch. So if I've got my 
child sleeping upstairs and I'm in someone else's house, put my phone in there and I can just see a live video or a live right. photograph okay. whenever I want I like via it. the internet. All right. Finally, what, what's Instagram? Because somebody said to me they had Instagram and I didn't know what they were talking about. Uh, Instagram is a social network based on uh, photographs that allow you to send really cute photographs and it's... Um, what uh, does uh, cute mean? Filters. Is well, it can, those kind of they're particularly square... No, not those. Uh, the square photographs that you can add loads of filters to. It's one of the biggest phenomena in the internet the last while. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.